Are you feeling the ticking clock of father time catching up on you? Do you need to offend brickies and Brexit voters? Do you wish you looked so good the world's greatest defensive coach would want to leave his wife for you? Well, great news. At Wilkins Pettiford, we've got just the thing for you. A stylish nose piercing for your everyday needs. Wilkins Pettiford. Proud sponsors of the Maximum Friction podcast. Hello. Hello. Good evening, gentlemen. Welcome to episode three of the Maximum Friction podcast. I'm joined by Jack, who's dialed in. Um, got a bit of a packed agenda for you this evening. This evening. Uh, hi, Jack. Hi, Dan. Um, so, on the agenda tonight, we're going to review last week. Uh, we've got a couple of voice notes that I need to play from you boys that you've been sending in. And there's, in, and there's some very spicy stuff there, which is great. Um, then uh, we've uh, got a special guest on who's actually, who's actually in the kitchen right now. Hello, Jack. Hello, Scott. How are we? Yeah, good. Yourself? Just dandy, my friend. Just dandy. Lovely. How very civilised. Very civilised, indeed. Um, <laughs> so then after Scott said his bit, uh, we're going to preview this week coming. Uh, Jack's going to do his bargain basement. Which is shit. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to go for Dan's Crade Trash. Crade trash. Which is and, shit. Uh, and then finally <laughs> finishing up with a bit of shoulda, woulda, coulda. We're all shit. Yeah, we are. We should have all done different things, like chosen different friends. Apart from me. <laughs> So <laughs> let's uh, let's go on to um, reviewing last week. So uh, we had some quite interesting matchups. Um, Scott in the room beat Matty. Um, two quite sort of low scoring games. Um, very low, very low scoring. Yeah. I still hit Scott's running backs. Well, I had a little look through my combined running back score. I think was the best in the league. It doesn't matter that I have 12 running backs. <laughs> yeah, so we predicted that was going to win. I believe, Jack, you got the results there. Uh, yeah, I do. We both thought Scott was going to win that one, yep. Yeah, classic. was never going to be any other way. It was a lot closer than I thought. And Scott's sitting pretty at 2-0, and all, but he's had the easiest he's schedule of a quarter of the week. That's just boring. I need some challenges. Well, giving away half your team will probably do that. <laughs> we'll come on to that in a bit. That in a bit. Um, so Jarman destroyed Viney as he uh, as he put it in the chat. Another low scoring affair. But I got. Uh, can I interrupt? Then can I interrupt? People overstating three point wins is getting a little bit annoying. Yeah. Okay. We'll come back to that. <laughs> Someone's bitter. <laughs> um, I'm bitter. I am salty. Yeah, you are. Um, so Viney's on that quest for all and ten that we predicted with that team you drafted for him. Um, yeah, does he know? He, does he? Does he know he's on this quest, or has he just gone? He's just just disappeared again. I, who knows? Who knows? I'm sure he'll have something to say when he listens to this. Does he listen? Next year. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, who did we predict for that one? I think we both went for a Jarman win there as well, didn't we? Uh, we obviously. Yeah, so we're both two, two, two and zip. That's good. So then, mm-hmm. uh, one of the interesting matchups of the week, another fairly like low-scoring affair, Ross beating Yogi. That was hilarious. It really, really was, wasn't it? Absolutely hilarious. Although, it, I can't believe he beat the best manager in the league. That's the, that's the thing. Yeah, two weeks best manager, two mm. weeks absolutely stuffed. Or two. <laughs> Oh dear, that is disappointing for everybody involved. <laughs> who did we uh, who did we predict to win that one? 
you obviously predicted Yogi, yeah. uh, and I predicted Ross. Oh wow! So three, three, two, three, two. Yeah. So um, going into then the uh, next matchup was uh, Steve and Robert. So, oh dear. Uh, Steve's having a bit of a bum time of it, and he's top scored in the league, but he's had the two highest scores against him of those weeks, and um, is sitting at one and one. Mm. Well, Matt, Matt Ribeiro has developed some football knowledge, which I can only assume he's stolen from me. I think it happened via Rosmosis. Yeah, <laughs> I think he's, so. Yeah, he's through the semi-permeable membrane of his head. There's a you know low concentration area in Matt's head and a high concentration area in yours. And now that you've got a girlfriend, it's flowing via Rosmosis to him. And before long, you know nothing about fantasy. No, I assure my knowledge. <laughs> I assumed that you were going to go with a bald joke, not not her, not a girlfriend. I assumed that you were going to say my football knowledge came out the top of my head, and that's why my hair is no longer there, and Matt's hair is fine. That's why I thought you were going to go in. Aha! Still got some mileage to it. <laughs> my hairline does not have mileage, Scott. <laughs> so, to be fair, like, you know, collusion bowl, um, you obviously picked up the worst manager award for the week, leaving a shambles amount of points on your bench. And well, I managed to beat you with a three-point win. What can we just can we can we highlight the message that we sent each other the night before? Where I said Odell's going to have to go big here, and your response was, "Yeah, I'm definitely not winning this game." <laughs> Funny how that worked out, didn't it? Yeah. Well, that was not like fake. Oh, I'm going to play it real cool. That was you thinking you weren't going to win. That wasn't like a oh, hey, yeah, I got it right. I played you. No, that was this lanky dickhead that wears 2.2 million dollar watches on his hands catching a ball with one hand yeah. yeah do you know if I'd have had more time I'd have clipped up the game pass clip of the, the catch that took him over the points to beat him oh. but that was far too much effort for this week I, um, if I'm, if I'm going to lose to something an OBJ one handed catch I'm okay with it well I'm not okay with it but I'm okay with it this early in the season yeah yeah oh well um we didn't say who we picked for the Steve Robert game, actually. Uh, we both we both picked Steve. Oh, so still three two, and then obviously I picked myself to win the collusion bowl. And <laughs> can we give each other points for that? That's ridiculous. It's, it's three three, isn't it? Ugh, only because you fucking default picked yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> One week I'm going to pick you as well if we play each other again. <laughs> Well, you know, I'm gonna gonna go on a streak into the playoffs, so yeah, it's probably wise thing to do. Yeah, well, all right. We're two games in. Calm down. Cool. So I thought I'd uh, let it just play. Right. Okay. Yeah. Mate. Second top score of the week, and here I am. Racking up a loss, going to one and one on the season, and I lost to Matt Robert. I am gutted. The two top scorers in the first two weeks that weren't me were my opponents. It's mad. I've crossed 320 points, nobody else has crossed 290, and here I am, one and one. It is absurd. I'm, I'm so mad the Patriots are even allowed to play the Dolphins. Like, the Dolphins, a team full of Goose and Chris Williams. You know what? Matt Ribeiro is such a cunt, such a shit human being. 
I don't think he'd even make up the Dolphins team. And right now, they'll just take anyone off the streets. <sighs> so, so, so quite a quite a depressing message from Mr. Pettiford there. That's, that's absolute pain. That's hurt. I think I felt that. Him. Somebody needs to check in on him. <laughs> I don't know if like what well, he's recorded that because he's just got home from work and realised there's, there's a bin outside his door. <laughs> but I, uh, I don't think Rivera's too too clever enough for that or too tight more to the point. Um, so what are your thoughts on that, Jack? I think that is an exceptional message. Um, I like how it devolved from stats to just calling him a cunt. Yeah, so quickly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so um, interesting one there. Um, and uh, yeah, you know, I uh, his uh, hi, Dan and Jack. It's uh, here. Um, long time listener, first time caller. So thanks for making time for me. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, the big thing I want to take away from this weekend is that I'm basically fucking done with fantasy. Uh, you know, last year I had the excuse that I didn't try. This year, I fucking did. And in a league full of fucking shit sippers, I'm losing to the worst fuckers. You know, pointless cunts like Ross. Fuck me, what has it become? Also, I think it's important to uh, give shout-outs where shout-outs are due. Uh, you know me, I love a bit of banter, especially the harsh banter, because it's just not fun if no one's crying. Um, and I think, you know, that award this week definitely goes to the fucking sleeper app. Motherfucker's given me two best manager awards when I'm my own fucking team. Jokes. So, a um, bit of a preemptive message. What process was before that trade you mentioned that we talk about later? Yeah, well, I mean, it's that's that's fairly yogi-ish message, isn't it? I don't think we're it's nothing we weren't expecting. It's apathy mixed with anger, which is a lot, a lot of anger. Yeah, it's 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 he's he's an oxymoron in a human. It's like small man syndrome, isn't it? Yeah, in a large human. <laughs> nah. Wait a minute, no, he's small, minuscule, minuscule. Yeah, smoggy. Yes. Yeah. So, um, really interesting sort of conversation there. I, I mean, I quite like where he's going with things, um, especially the banter. Um, he's bang on, um, and yeah. So, sort of while he's in the room, I thought I'd bring Scott involved now for a sort of guest of the week, and um, we were sort of looking at what are your thoughts, Scott? I'm gonna be completely honest. I forgot who I played. It's just so boring. I keep winning. <laughs> no scores as well. All right, who did I play? Week one. Oh, Jarman. Pointless. 71 points. I scored 130. Dominated. It's a shame it could have been like that last season, but it's just one of those things. And week two, who did I play? Matt. Is Matt even in it? Dan? Matty. Is Matty still playing? I don't know. He hasn't said a word about the podcast. Absolutely nothing. Have I got, I've got you next week. That's going to be boring again. <laughs> I, just, I just think I'm just going to dedicate my fantasy just to help Ross become not lonely. I think that's, that's a, good, a good task. I just, I'm, I'm bored of fantasy. I'm going to keep winning. I'm probably going to win this season. I've done quite a good trade. I don't even know <laughs> their names. I've just seen that they scored lots of points and I've, I'm just going to win. 
It's good. Wow. Very, very interesting there. Um, we do hope Ross finds love. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, it's wearing, isn't it? It's, it's getting to that. It's, it's getting cold. He's old. It's just a bad <laughs> mixture, isn't it? Jack, talk us through your thoughts on uh, Scott. You know, big words for his week one, two opponents and for his week three opponent. I'd say rather than big words, I, I think they were small words, which I think ultimately... Uh, You're really uh, quiet there, Jack. How's that? Any better? Uh, so, yeah, I think it's more that the small words are more appropriate. It's um, really quiet again, Samo. Any better? Nope. Uh, well, then that's your fault, not mine. Okay. I'll, I'll shout. Uh, Scott will keep winning, but he will lose soon to you. No, not possible, mate. I'm going to win everything. Um, Jack, tell you what I'll do. I'll dial us off and we'll go. We'll start again. Not the whole podcast. That seems ridiculous. No, no, no. We'll just edit the last bit off. Our editing goes so well. I'm sure everyone will be on the edge of their seats. Hello. So we'll probably edit that last bit off. Just check you're coming through all right. What up? Better. So Scott was giving us big words. You were giving your opinion on it. Uh, my shouted opinion, if it doesn't get edited out, was uh, was that they're small words for small opponents. Um and so perfectly suited. I think that's about right. I also think that, um, well, initially I was very adamant in my head that you're going to beat him this week. And then I realized as we'll go through in the previews of the matches later, that he has a player playing the dolphins. Um, so he's going to win. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah, it's true. That's true. Can't say that's planned. Yeah. Um, so, Scott, what are you most looking forward to in the league this year? Winning, taking up money, just riding off into the distance. Uh, I don't know. I think next year, because I've just traded away all my picks, is probably mm. going to be a bit more challenging. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm, I'm looking ahead. I'm, right now, my head's in 2022. I'm not going right. to lie. This, this, is, this is a done deal now. 2022, I've got all my picks. I think that's 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 my next victory. Fair. Um, that's about you. it, Thank really. Uh, okay. I've, I mean, I like your sort of one year on, one year off, one year on tactic. Yeah, yeah. you just got to take it as it comes, really. And I just want to say one thing as well. But, uh, radio doesn't really do my body justice because I've worn my best beat to Dan. And it's... <laughs> Enough. So if we could incorporate some sort of video log into this at some point, it's, I'll leave that with you guys with the brains, but I just feel like I'm wasted on radio. He looks great. I look great. <laughs> well, that's amazing. I'm sure we can do some kind of a vlog, Dan, although we, we could just, we could probably lead with some kind of gif of Scott's arms. Yeah, I yeah, think I, we could do it. Yeah, I, I tell you what I'll do. Okay. I'll take a photo of his arms before he leaves. And I'll get him to send me one because he's probably got like 20 on his phone from today alone. Um, but most, then I can most, make it... Most the, stuff from today, yeah. <laughs> I can make it the image for this week's episode. That would work. Yeah, that'd be great. I'd love to have my face off of the Spotify picture. That'd be great. It's, yours is going back up. Mine's only up there for temporary. I, I think your face really puts the image of the podcast out. So... Uh, well. that. <laughs> so, um... Our matchup this week. Well, I obviously think I'm going to beat you. Well, you're not. Um, so, <laughs> but Jack has broken it down for us. Yes, yeah. I have. Uh, so the, the main talking points. I've gone through it, and I got a bit bored going through it because it's it's you two playing. But I, 
So I've said um, Dan has gone with his double tight end tactic again, um, which unfortunately beat me, which was annoying. Um, but they they are two big scoring tight ends, which is it's a bold tactic, but we'll see how it pays off. Yeah, yeah. Um, Scott uh, with Juju, it's going to be a little bit dicey. It could be really good. It could be shit because we don't really know what we've got in Mason Rudolph. I say we as Steelers fans because that's yeah, the most important people. Yeah, two Steelers fans versus one dirty, disgusting bird that picks up trash off the floor. I've noticed uh, he's, um, he's only started spouting off about them since they started winning. He was very quiet last year. Well, it's just because he learned. He, he only just learned all the players' names. I'm just, you know, outnumbered with all these lovely Steelers fans I'm friends with. So, you know, <laughs> your season's going to go great without Big Ben. <laughs> that dirty old rapist is now injured for the season. Yeah. Uh, James Conner's going to get knee cancer. And, <laughs> you know, that's going to be the end of your season. <laughs> Um, anyway, so I think Scott, you could uh, you could lose out on some juju points there. He's not been great anyway, but um, I think Mason Rudolph's going to target those tight ends quite a lot. Yeah, um, yeah. especially fans as well. He's, he's going to get a lot of carries. He's yeah. Uh, Dan has got the Ravens defense going up against the Chiefs. Uh, I think you're going to get sliced and diced there. That's a bit dodgy. But I might pick up one of Ross's defenses. <laughs> uh, and then yeah we've got Scott you've got Amari Cooper against Miami um, so he's guaranteed at least 250 yards and four yeah, touchdowns yeah. I think um, this time I'm, I'm going to drop Winston soon as well because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bash out the Murray I'm going to do it oh yeah okay it's bold I like it it's a bold move um, but yeah I've got you I've got you uh, I've got you walking that one Scott Oh well, well, I'm obviously picking myself there. So when you do the predictions, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we will go on to, um, to um, Yogi versus Robert. So initially, my notes were Yogi needs a QB because Breeze is down and he doesn't have another one on his roster. And then mm. Bell at New England is a bad matchup for Matt. And I think, oh, Yogi's probably going to win because he's a decent type. So you'll probably lose because it's Yogi. But then that mental trade came in. And, um, uh. but, you know, we, I think it's about time we should probably think about covering it. Um, so. <laughs> we have breaking news from the trade community. Well, I mean, everyone here at this organization is absolutely ecstatic with our bit of business. Uh, as I said, I wasn't waxing lyrical. I am done with this season. Uh, if you're losing to shitty teams like that, you might as well just pack up and get done. What I think I have done is secured this organization's future for the next two years with fucking eight picks in the first four rounds next year and then four picks in the first two rounds of the uh, 2021 season. Fuck me. If I don't win now, I am fucking pointless. The live news there. Jack, what are your thoughts? <laughs> I, 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 yeah, well, um, it's difficult to react to, to live news like that, um, especially when you don't know the drop's coming and it's really loud in your headphones. Um, but I think, that's, uh, I think it's a ridiculous trade <laughs> um, that makes me a little bit sad inside. But <laughs> hey, if they want to do it and uh, Scott is going to keep playing and Yogi doesn't, kind of 
decide not to play at the last minute, I think it's entertaining for everybody. Um, please be aware, though, that if if one of you stops playing next year, we are going to divvy up those picks and players or picks that are going to be loaded on Yogi. Yeah, I still play. I, I, like I said earlier, that now I've given away my picks, I think it's a level playing field for everyone. <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see if you can draft well next year in the lower rounds, pick up some rookies. Yeah, well, it's just going to be one of them, isn't it? It's just, free agents. Yeah, it's just going to be a bit more of a challenge. Keep me interested. Um, it's I'm very, very now. I want to win now. Like, if, if Yogi doesn't win next year, he's pointless. If I don't win this year, I'm pointless. But... Do you know what I mean? It's just brave. It's brave at the end of the day. It's a bold strategy, Captain. Let's see if it works out for him. <laughs> Man, that wasn't even a drop. That was you, Dan. What an accent. Uh, I know. It's great, right? It's brilliant. So, um, I was originally picking Yogi to win, but Robert's going to wipe the fucking floor with him. Um, yeah. and, uh, I, I hope he doesn't. I hope Yogi picks up some storm and wavers and just absolutely crushes them. It would be hilarious that if that happened. Yeah. It's not going to. <laughs> so, um... I asked then you to break down the Ross versus Steve matchup for us. Uh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I think Steve is going to win. Okay. Why? Um, I mean, mostly because you asked me to do Viney versus Matty and you versus Scott. <laughs> and you didn't ask me to do Steve's one. That's used. That's that's mostly why. Oh, I'm gone from it. Hello, lost you again then, but that's fine. Yeah, no, no worries. Um, you were breaking us down for Ross versus Steve. Yeah, well, I'm still going to maintain that you didn't ask me to do Ross versus Steve, but I will break it down for you just fine. Um, it so says Ross. Well, it says Ross message next to your uh, schedule, if you have a look at it, Dan. To, to the left of it, it says Jack. You haven't put that in the picture. Have you clicked on the Spotify pictures, uh, the um, WhatsApp picture so it opens up full? Oh, no, I'm not a tech genius, mate. I'm just, I do what I'm told. Um, so... What have we got? We've got Matt Ryan, who is slowly grinding into gear, which is quite good against an indie defense that's looked pretty suspect, to be honest, apart from that amazing Malik Hooker one-handed pick the other day against the Chargers. Uh, so I think Julio's going to move the ball a little bit. It's about time Devontae Freeman started chugging out some yards to take the pressure off Matt, to be honest. Um... Cool. Yeah, well... Um... Funnily enough, uh, one of the opponents of that game uh, sent us in a little message that tied in really nicely with this week's ad. So I thought I'd play this for you now. Hi, Dan. Hi, Jack. I was just calling in with a few words about my matchup with our Welsh representative, Stevie P, this week. I mean, who's going to win? Who knows? Who knows? It's hard to make a pick. Obviously, he's got Mahomes capable of piercing any defence of that arm. I know Scott doesn't know how he feels about it, but that man is a stud. A black stud, no less. Obviously, he's got Gurley, who's looking a bit more healthy in week two. So, expect to see him running um, and hitting, hitting the holes hard, man, this week. I think he's got a pretty healthy lineup. looking at it. Septum, maybe the tight end he's got, Henry. Hill's not playing for me till about week five. A uh, real big loss for me, to be honest. Uh, not to be sniffed at. 
I've also got Gallup uh, from the Cowboys, who's having a procedure to trim his mucus this week, so probably out for a couple of weeks. So my receiver stock's looking a bit low all in all. All in all, bit of a bogey week for me, but I smell the sweet scent of victory, so sign us. Hey, Jack. Hi, Dan. So, just heard Ross's message for his opponent this week. Uh, yeah, it was very uh, very well put together, I think. What was entertaining for me in general um, was his uh, knowledge of different players and their injuries. I thought that was quite good. Yeah. Uh, he really put he, some effort into thinking about this. He knows a lot. Yeah, he does know a lot. It's just, yeah, I, I, he must have just read the injury report. Can't believe he, he got Michael Gallup is getting his mucus trimmed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think it's questionable, possibly, that he said a black stud nonetheless. I think, <laughs> I think that maybe needs to be looked into. <laughs> yeah, he's been spending a lot too much time with Goose, hasn't he? he well, yeah, that's any, any time is too much time. But I yes, think it's more topical that Stephen, a fully grown man of thirty years old, has a black stud in his nose. <laughs> a fully grown man. 30 years of age. He's probably older than that. No, he's 28. Is he 28? 28. Still, he's still old. He's still old. Still too old. Still too old. Yeah, well, I mean... Like, I, imagine I, if someone like Candy had got a fucking nose piercing like that. Yeah, you, but you, you'd you know that you wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> like, What's you, the point, kid? Yeah, <laughs> There's no, there's no surprise if he does something like that. Whereas Steve has kind of let himself down. He's let me down. He's let Wales down. He really has. I had such a medium opinion of Wales, and now it's medium low at best. <laughs> oh dear. So um, who are you picking for this wonderful matchup? Oh, Steve. Steve. I'm picking Steve. I'm going Steve too. Despite That's Ross's fantastic. That is massively weird. Okay, so I'll move on to uh, your matchup this week with Rob Jarman. Um, <laughs> matchup, strong word. Um, two one on one teams. You're sixty three percent chance to win here, Jack, and uh, I'm going to go with it. Like Lamar Jackson and Ingram is the Chiefs' terrible, terrible defense. He's starting the Red Rocket, Andy Dalton, against you, which is that just typifies the sad, sad quarterback situation he has now. Um, yeah. Like he's yeah, he's probably going to pick Eli Manning up. Or something, you know. Just oh, I hate his team. I hope he goes one and two. <laughs> I appreciate your analysis. That makes me feel good. I am backing you, Jack. Yeah, I should probably look at my lineup, but I feel because of the caliber of opponent I'm facing, I'm going to go a bit Scott on this and not look at it until Thursday or maybe even Sunday. Yeah, Sunday. Sunday be good. Yeah, hmm. Sunday. You haven't got many good matchups on your bench, so it's looking pretty solid. I probably need to start playing Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, he's playing Green Bay. He's also scored 20-plus points in the last two games. Ah, uh, yeah, you start on T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, get rid of him. No, it was it was, um, it was was Nuck that, that fucked me over last time. Six points against Jalen yeah, Ramsey. Uh, you can't, can't not play your first-round pick, can you? 
No, well, there we go. So, um, last match of the week was Viney versus Matty. Now, you can break it down if you'd like. Um, I I'm not breaking that down. Matty's going to win. <laughs> I have a similar opinion. Matty's going to win. Nobody cares about you, Viney. I'm not going to break Viney's team down until he, A, turns up to a practice. So, I'm not going to break one down until next year. Or, B, talks. Yeah. I think yeah. at the moment his fit sister's done a lot of heavy carrying for his shit personality. Hope he listens to this. Yeah, VT. Um, he won't. He won't. This is why you don't care. Matty's going to win. Viney doesn't yeah, deserve our time. Both agreeing with Matty. Viney on the quest for own 10. Yeah. So uh, I'm going to hop ahead to trade trash this week before letting you finish up with your bargain basement. Should have, would have, could have, because I would guess it has to leave. And. Um, I sort of just wanted a bit of reaction from him when I was talking about it. So initially, because there were no trades this week, my thoughts was everybody is trade trash because nobody's even entertained the idea. I had yeah. some rumblings that Yogi might be thinking about, you know, tanking this year completely like the Steelers and then trading all his players away for picks next year. Um, and yeah, absolute mental trade. And, um, you know, I just like, you know, we had the live breaking news as it got, you know, agreed on the podcast. And then we're going to have some more live breaking news. I've decided just to okay to process it. I was going to say, one of us has to actually okay it first, but apparently it's been decided now, yeah, right? It's okay. already done, unfortunately. Scott, how do you feel? Uh, I feel like I've just taken advantage of a drunk girl at a party. I haven't got all the way, I've just got a bit of a hand job. <laughs> a bit of a hand job. Yeah, not a proper one. Just a tip, just for a little bit. Uh, just a bit of a massage. I know Yogi's got a good deal, but I'm, I'm all about today. today. Okay, well, I think it's going to completely not change the league whatsoever. <laughs> I don't think it's going to have any impact on anybody other than you two, so that's great. Until next year. Next year, we make the draft real fun. Yeah, for everybody else. And I, I really like the trade, and I'm calling it not trade trash. Uh, it made it entertaining. Our first picks trade. Who's going to be the first couple of teams that do a three-way trade? That's the question. Yogi's probably got too many draft picks next year, so may need to shuffle some of his late rounders. Um, some value there for sure. Um, and on that, Scott, I believe you're leaving us. Yep, take care, guys. Nice to speak to you, Jack. See you soon. See you soon. Good and, uh, to hear from you, mate. Yeah, he's got to be home by half past eight. Wife's orders. Yeah, bedtime in 15 minutes. Uh, good. Good. Farewell. All right, love you all. Okay. So then, Jack, on to you for bargain debasement and shoulda, woulda, coulda. Right, okay. Uh, I'll, I'll rattle through this, uh, the previous week's bargain basement results. Um, so I had Vernon Davis on there. That was probably the lowest scoring bargain basement that I gave. He only got 5.9. Uh, it's a very low scoring game. The Redskins, um, well, the, the Cowboys accelerated obviously in the second half, but the Skins Cowboys was like Puntville for the first half. Um, but he still got he still got a fair few targets, but he yeah, only 5.9 points. Got held to held to quite a low score there. Andy Dalton again chucking in an 18 point game. Uh, 300 yards, he's throwing four, 300 plus, which without AJ Green bodes pretty well. Um, still going to, I mean, I, I'm actually slightly worried about Rob playing him because he'll get 18 to 20 points. Um, oh, he's not going to. I bet he will. Uh, and then you got to look at Carlos Hyde was my other one. Uh, Carlos Hyde got 20 attempts, 4.5 yards a clip for nine points, which is typical bargain basement running back, I think. I think that's a bang on bargain basement pick. He uh, my bench very mightily. 
Yes, he did with some mighty medium level carries. Uh, and my favorite bargain basement picker last week, which was Preston Williams um, for the Dolphins. Obviously, they got Rahate again with an H in the middle. Um, and he got 10.3 points. He got six, 68 yards. And uh, the biggest thing, 15 yards per reception. So the, the boy is still catching passes from whoever is trying to tumble him the ball. Um, so that, I would say, is a decent bargain basement pick for someone uh, that's going to be in need of players. Did, <laughs> uh, did nobody, nobody pick him up? Uh, no one picked up Preston Williams, no, but um, Rob is taking full advantage of the podcast and, and roting through that bargain basement, I believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll go through my bargain basement for this week. I would have left uh, Mr. Dalton on there, but obviously he's been picked up because uh, of the red rifling through the trash. Jimmy G is my bargain basement quarterback of this week. He started off fast last week with two touchdowns in the first quarter. Started to use his running backs a little more. Um, started to look like the Jimmy G that we saw uh, maybe, what, two two seasons ago now before the injury. Uh, starting to round into shape a little bit and should be solid for around 18 to 22 points, I would think. So the uh, question is, Jack, who's going to pick him up? Rob or Yogi? Uh, it feels like a Yogi. Yogi pick up. Jimmy G's an attractive man. I know Yogi likes a strong chin, so he'd probably go for, for Jimmy or G, I think. Um, my wide receivers, uh, a couple of couple of good ones this week. John Brown, obviously, for the Bills. Still catching passes from Josh Allen. He's been on there before, and he is a worthy bargain basement. Um, caught seven out of eight targets uh, in that offense, which is quite good, and they're usually quite long targets. Uh, my favorite... Pick of this bargain basement uh, is going to be the best friend of Gardner Minshew because Gardner Minshew is now the man. Um, and his favorite friend is DJ Chark, um, which is a fantastic name. Uh, and he is he's a target hoover for, for Minshew. Um, and he's making some big plays. He, he dropped uh, a couple of big ones last week, but um, I think he could rebound and have a decent game. Um, we've got Raheem Mostart in there for the 49ers as well because he seems to be cracking off some big plays, uh, vultured a couple of touchdowns, and is a is a threat every time he catches the ball. Also, Matt Breeder tends to get hurt a lot, um, which leaves uh, Mostart and uh, that random receiver they put in as a running back for a little bit. Um, and then I'm proud to have him in the bargain basement, Hunter Renfro. Um, what a hoovering. man! What a man! What a shapely, shapely, comely man! Um, he was just just taking all the targets from uh, from Big Derek, um, and that Raiders offense is moving slightly better than we all thought it would, which is interesting. Um, thought they were looking to threaten the Chiefs there for about a quarter and a half, and then Pat Mahomes got fed up with that. But Hunter Renfro was taking a lot of targets and should should secure you around ten to twelve points, I reckon, this week. So there's. There's my bargain basement. Thank you very much. I noticed that you picked up one of your bargain basement picks in the other week in Thompson from the Skins. Um, So taking your own advice there. Um, Yep. Expect Jarman to be rooting through that bin like a dirty little rat before he's fixed it with you this week. Um, Mm. And maybe Yogi might pick one or two of those players up to try and surprise (laughs) a few people and not go on to. Yeah, well, you think he might have to pick some players up, yeah. Imagine how funny it would be if Yogi still made the playoffs and Scott didn't win. Honestly, I I could I could hope for nothing more. That would make my entire the, the entire process of last year when you guys nearly killed me with your stupid stupid draft bollocks. The whole process would be worth it if that happens. 
<laughs> all my rage, all my bitterness and saltiness will fade away in a river of complete and utter love and acceptance for the fact that Scott completely fucked it. And you know what, right? This proves like that we're not colluding commissioners. I've just approved that trade the week that I'm playing Scott. And you know why? Because I think every single one of them is going to shit the bed. <laughs> bad faith. And I'm going to beat him this week. I, um, I, again, I'm going to go back to my Kevin Keegan meme that I gave to uh, Viney in week one. I would love it if you beat him. Love it. <laughs> anyway, let's wrap us up with shoulda, woulda, coulda. Yeah, should, should we just do me? <laughs> just well, most, most I of my one or two things to say about it. Um, any of these players, Vance McDonald, Emmanuel Sanders, Tyler Lockett, all would have got you enough points to beat me. Right. Okay. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna justify. Right. Because as we said, you can't not play your first round pick. So so taking out DeAndre Hopkins was not an option. Yeah. Um, Austin Hooper was very good last week and I had Vance in. So that's just flip reversed. Um, it, the one was good. One, I think Austin Hooper got nearly 20 points last week and Vance got nearly 20 points this week. And so tight ends are a crapshoot when you don't have Travis Kelsey anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, and then otherwise, I think I made decent decisions. I don't think Lockett wouldn't have made... I wouldn't have started him over DeAndre Hopkins at any point. Emmanuel Sanders, I really need to start playing because he keeps getting 20 points. Yeah, he's the only receiver in Denver. Yeah, apparently so, yeah. So, yeah, that's uh, there are some shoulda, woulda, couldas there, but I feel, as I, I am want to do, I can justify them. Yeah, you can, but, you know, if Scott was still here, he would be ripping you to shreds right now. He thinks he's... Yeah. Well, he's and not. this shoulda, woulda, coulda just proves that he may be right. Well, no one cares. No one cares. What's the point? What's the point, kid? So have <laughs> you got any more shoulda, woulda, couldas from the week? Uh, I'm just having a quick scan through because I'm sure there's some. Um, I think, ironically, if Matt had played uh, Jared Goff, he would have been better off. Um, but he still won, so I mean, it's not too big a deal. Yogi obviously had a perfect team selection, but still fucking sucked, so that made no difference to him whatsoever. If, um, uh, if Matty hadn't have played Danny Amendola and had chosen uh Greg Olson as a double tight end, um, if he'd have chosen Kenyon Drake, Geronimo Allison, um, yeah. or played the Rams defense. He would have beaten Scott. I know, I know, I know. I just. Good for you. I don't think the the Greg Olson one. You're not going to go double tight end unless you've got reliable ones, and you you've done really well by picking up Hawkinson. So, a just double tight end isn't usually an option. But the Rams defense. Um, I mean, you wouldn't start them, would you, against against the Saints? And you would start the Bills against the Giants. And I just. There is some shoulda, woulda, couldas in there. There's nothing. It's it's not something that I'm looking at thinking you absolute bell end, which no, is the, no, the this, I think. The fact that Danny Amendola has appeared on shoulda, woulda, coulda twice, once for not picking him and starting him, and then when he did start him, he scored 0.55 points. Um, mm. Yeah. Toilet. 
I mean, I'm looking at uh, uh, Rob. Rob Rob could have started some other players here. Rob could have picked up a kicker that got points. <laughs> that would have been useful. Um, but he's still... Put one in the bargain basement. Well, I don't care about kickers. Um, so, I mean, until... When you, when you have a good kicker, you don't care about kickers. Funny that. Yeah. Um, otherwise, no, I think I think everyone did fairly, fairly well. I think that it was a fairly low... In comparison to last week, the first week was a very high-scoring week of fantasy. We got up to, what, a 180-point score, did we? Something like that? Yeah. That, that's very high. And I think the to have me and you to have the the, the third and the fourth highest scores at 140-odd is um, a big reduction. So I think it was just a pretty pretty slow week for everyone in general. Mm. Yeah. That's true. I can't wait for some of our long-distance shoulda, woulda, couldas when people have had amazing seasons and they were like, drafted and then cut I can't wait yeah we're gonna have to do some real digging deep into that to make sure we get it right can we um I, I know I know this is a fantasy podcast but I didn't know whether you wanted to have a have a quick chat about the the trade kind of post tsunami that's that's happening at the moment with people requesting trades in the NFL Jalen Ramsey yeah uh, requesting a trade and and uh, the Jags asking for at least one first round pick um yeah. Someone like Minka, Fitz, Minka Fitzpatrick going to the Steelers. Yeah, uh, this is weird because like the Dolphins are having a fire sale, but you guys are tanking too, so it makes no sense to me. I mean, apart from the thinly veiled shot, it's it's not a Steelers move to trade away a first round pick. Mm. I mean, that's that's just not something. It hasn't happened in the time I've been a, no. a Steelers fan. Um, so I mean, he is a first round talent. He's he was the best player on the Dolphins by a considerable margin. Okay. Um, and I think, Alabama. Yeah, and I mean, I was uh, happy to be listening to a, a rival podcast, the, the Dave Damashek Football Pro, uh, Podcast. And uh, ironically, before the trade was announced, uh, before he had any knowledge of the trade, he was um, uh, about to make an argument for Fitzpatrick going to the Steelers. Um, mm. And then said, oh, no, that's not something that the Steelers do. I mean, it's for, for someone like... like Damashek to, to say something like that and then for the Steelers to do it it's just not very Steelery and it makes me really think that Tomlin is coaching for his job here um, yeah. because if he if he can't get them to say 9-7 and seven with, with Mason Rudolph then he's gone he's gone yeah and then Roethlisberger will go out with him yep I think that'll be that'll be that I don't I, I'm starting to have doubts about James Conner as a starting running back um because we we have one of the best run blocking lines in the league, um, and he can't get anything going. Benny Snell seemed to to look good, which was weird because he looked really shit in the preseason. Um, so that was interesting. But I mean, uh, we also Daniel Jones being named the starter for the Giants. What do we think about that? I think it's the right move. I think it's the only move that'll help open up their uh, their offense. And I think actually anyone who's a Saquon owner will be really pleased with it. I, I I agree to an extent, but you have to remember that kind of eighty five percent of uh, Eli Manning's throws went directly to Saquon Barkley. Mm. So I'm taking big targets off of that guy, and it's is that going to help you in the long run as a Saquon owner? I'm not it'll, sure. It, well, I'm not a Saquon owner, but it'll open up gaps in the running game, is my belief, because he's more of a threat with his arm. Um, Eli's had no arm strength the last couple of years. Uh, it'd be interesting to see if the, he you know he becomes this patient, you know, nurturing mentor of a backup or if he tries to get traded to somewhere like the Steelers and try and win now. 
I think he'll retire. <laughs> I think that's what he'll do. I think he'll say, screw you guys and retire, and they'll re-sign Kyle Laletta. Um, It won't be the Steelers, because Steelers have just signed Paxton Lynch. Oh, that's going to be interesting. Um, so he is, uh, Paxton Lynch is on board in Pittsburgh now, which I, I like, um, because the guy, the guy had talent, got picked out of, uh, was it Notre Dame? He got picked. Plucked no. out. I oh, know that was Deshaun Kaiser, sorry. Uh, Paxton Lynch was... Memphis. Memphis? Yeah. Um, but, but I mean, both, both of those examples, both got plucked out of college. They should have stayed there for longer. Um, and have now bounced around trying to trying to get teams. I think Paxton Lynch looked okay in the preseason for the Seahawks. He's very tall, but he didn't make the grade out there, so I don't really see him as a starting quarterback for you. No, I honestly think Mason Rudolph is going to close out the season, and I think we're going to go on a bit of a streak now, six, seven games maybe. We had that's a really when you think about it in context, that's a really hard opening stretch: the Pats and then the Seahawks. It's not like it's uh, two gimme games. You, you could very conceivably. Anybody could go 0 and 2 against those two teams. Yeah. The Ravens had the Dolphins. <laughs> yep. But, you know, and Arizona. In front of you. And the Dolphins in Arizona. That's who, that's who the Baltimore Ravens had. I mean, it's, it doesn't seem 100% fair. It seems, like, it seems like there's some kind of collusion going on. Just, but, um, just mate, don't worry. It's just the bitter chat of someone who's lost in fantasy. His quarterback's dead. And no, he's going to lose his season with the Steelers as well. It's just bitter chat, but it's fine. You you sit there, be salty. Don't you worry. Does Roethlisberger have a wanking injury? Because that's what it seemed like. Probably. Right. Okay. Okay. Anywho, um, I'm going to wrap us up there now because we've been going for about an hour with the uh, technological hitches. But I think it's been uh, an adventurous podcast today. We've gone for a few more drops and voice notes. So... um, Thanks for bearing with us. Uh, it won't be as tidy as it was last week, but we'll get better every week. I won't. At Fantasy True. And on that, signing off for the evening. Have a good one, fellas. Peace out.